so much about selling the houses as it once was. Like every agent can market a home. Every agent has access to the same marketing materials. Yeah. I think a lot of where we become valuable now is that lead up in the journey to that point in time when you sell. Like giving you that that information, that inside knowledge, that better understanding so you can make the right decisions when your time comes to selling that. Going one, going twice, All right, guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement into real estate here in the Hobart Marketplace. I'm your host, Aaron Horn, and I've been trying to fill the seats the last few weeks. I come in today and I have got one empty seat that I didn't know about. But, but you've got me. I've got you back. I'm back. Got Patrick Berry's back in the studio. Johnny Mac is in Adelaide? Adelaide. Radelaide. Flew out last night. Yeah. Okay, yep. well, there you go. I missed him by a day. We are recording a day late, so I'll give him a leave pass <laughs> yeah, on it so today. I think he thought that we were filming yesterday, but it didn't happen because obviously you you were away yesterday. So Yeah, no, my weeks are all out of whack at the moment. Mum will be listening to this in Singapore and she'll say, oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm looking after my other grandchildren. So shout well, out to... get your priorities right. <laughs> exactly, Di. We've got a property pod to record and you're over in Singapore just having living fun life. in the sun, living the life at... Sweating bullets, hands and all sweating that stuff. bullets, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, they apparently they just live in the pool now. So, yeah, <laughs> love and life. So, yeah, mum's over there getting set up, and you've been traveling the world. So, everyone's been away except for me. Uh, hit I us have. with like, basically today. All I want to do is break down your trip. I was, first, you went to Sydney to uh, learn from Gary V. I did. That was very fun. So, let's look, let's run through it chronologically. Before we get to the big show, run us through kind of what you did. You went to Sydney, and what was uh, the conference well, there? It all started a little bit ago. I got served an ad to see Gary V. And anyone that follows him online knows that he's just amazing. Like his videos online and the way he describes scenarios is just different, isn't it? I think the first thing you ever showed me was that like he was a multi-millionaire guy and he was still going to houses and flipping stuff from <laughs> off shops, sales. Like garage sales. <laughs> I was like, why? And you're like, no, no, it's good. Keep watching. Yeah. So like this opportunity to speak to him was the first time he, I've seen him come to Australia. Apparently it's been before, but I've never You weren't following yeah. along then? Yeah, so this opportunity came up and I was like, oh, this is fantastic. I've always wanted to see Gary Vee. And then so I had to go to Sydney for that. And then I started researching and discovered that Iman, another conference that I've been to in the past in Las Vegas, happened to be on a week later. And I said to Abby, well, we're already halfway there being in Sydney because <laughs> it's two flights to get to it's two to flights Vegas. regardless. Yeah. I don't know if distance-wise and time-wise it does make sense to be halfway there but but i was working on the theory i'd already done one leg of the flight ah, <laughs> so decided to tap on a full week of learning and head over to Iman as well and do two conferences back to back yeah fair enough look you've you've expanded your mind you expanded it here locally with someone from over there yeah and then you've traveled there but look it started off awesome we went to obviously sydney first and had gary and a couple of other speakers as well that were there um uh, the earlier speakers in the day were a nice mix. It was sort of those motivational speakers that are there to pump up your tyres. Yep. And then there was a lot of talk around funnel advertising. So um, most people listening to us probably have experienced funnel advertising but don't realise they have. Yes. That's where uh, the internet uses the algorithm to figure out who might be interested in buying a product. You get served an ad. I got caught in one the other day and, I, like, I know they got me and I read the stats on, you know, like, normally it's not the first time you see the ad that you um, get fallen into it. the funnel. Normally it's not the second time. Normally it's the probably the fourth or fifth time and it came up as about the fifth time. I was like, man, I've, this keeps popping up for me. Yeah, and it's I, normally a product you look at and you're like, 
Now what? Twenty nine ninety five for that that ebook on how to be a better real estate agent. Yep. That sounds pretty good. Maybe I should buy that. Yeah, and it, it sucks you in. Yep. <laughs> and then yeah, so we we spent a lot of time learning about funnels and how they work, and it was quite amusing because this entire conference was sold via funnels. So yeah, so can you explain I, that? I was there was because I'd been served the ad and I was coached into clicking on the ad yep. and then from there buying a ticket, which then got me to this event. So you could say like somebody in this space, like if if someone internationally was coming to Australia, they probably might market through normal means of marketing in other ways. Like they might it might be in the newspaper, it might be a radio ad or they might go on a press tour or something to say, I'm coming to Australia, come and mm-hmm. check out my my show. My show or my conference. This one was primarily or one hundred percent only marketed through digital um, marketing. Yep, through a funnel to say, "Let me show you that this will work." Yeah. Now I'm assuming some people then found out about it from friends and family that said, "I'm going to this," and other people were like, "Oh wow, I want to get on that," and so you forward the link to them. But yep. the majority of tickets sold were somebody sitting in front of a computer saying, "Right, who are we going to? Who do we think is going to best suit this conference? Let's build a profile yep. and let's serve the ad to that profile, and then." try to sell out this conference. And they did. You got caught in the net and sold out that bad boy. Yeah, 2,000 seats I think were sold. I think there was a few more they could have sold, but a bloody good effort considering the cost of advertising in funnel advertising versus traditional mainstream marketing advertising is a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to sell that many tickets using such a a different approach to advertising, yeah, it was interesting. Well, like we've played in the space with kind of running a seminar or conference here and there and, you know, we've gone. We've done the one with Rams. That was effectively a similar approach. And, yeah, you'll put out kind of an organic post to the people that follow along to your marketing in the online space and, you know, three or four people might click on the link and then you'll find out, oh, yeah, they clicked on the link. Don't really commit to it. Put a little bit of money behind it target it to a specific people like people who have been looking into first home buying boom hmm. you know sell out the whole thing so it's kind of yeah finding that space it's interesting we're talking about this because i think ios 17 has just come in in the last week and all of that is changing oh really so this whole week i've been looking <laughs> into um yeah what's going to happen so i've been following all these things that are saying it's all changing. Right. So what we're talking all, about now might change. Everything's always changing, though, at the end of the day. So tech is forever evolving. Which is a perfect kind of jumping off point to get onto your next plane and travel across the world. <laughs> so Head to 14 uh, hours later and I'm in Viva Las Vegas, baby. You, you, you. <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, I've left Sydney and I'm really pumped and excited. I've learned from the mastermind, Gary. I was probably on a plane at the same time he was heading back to the States. Probably, yeah. If not, no, he was in Brisbane the day I left. So, but um, yeah, then we we then went to a conference called Iman, which um, look, I don't expect anyone to know. It's sort of a real estate base. Conference. Yeah. So the first thing you went to wasn't real estate based. That was no, just was kind just of marketing, marketing, digital marketing online. Whereas yep. Iman is a conference. Iman Connect. Yeah. Is- Iman Connect is the conference. Iman is the website that uh, is the back of it, and it's basically a digital news platform in America that solely specialises in real estate news. And Inman isn't an acronym for anything. It's no, the guy's the name, Brad Inman. Yep, that's yep. correct. But the difference is is with the conferences that Iman Connect put on and the way that they run their events, they're more, to, in my opinion, they're more future-thinking conferences. So yep. it's more about, you know, what what is working for some people and how can they leverage that technology in the future. For and sure. So, so they talk a lot about technology. They talk a lot about um, scripts and dialogues and how to better connect with with clients and what clients are looking for in today's market. Yep. But most of the things I take away from it is not stuff that you implement tomorrow. 
it's stuff that you work on implementing over a longer stretch goal. So something that, right, this is really cool. Um, they really get you to think about, you know, what is coming. And, you know, the buzzword at the moment is AI. Yes. AI is the buzzword. That's what everyone's talking about. Uh, there's talks that in our industry alone within the next um, 24 to 36 months, you know, 30% of our job will be automated by AI. Yep. And what does that mean? Does that mean people lose their jobs? Does that mean, you know, people have more time to specialise and upskill in other areas? Um, and that's what a lot of the the talk was around at the conference. Yeah, so I'd be, I'd be really keen to kind of find out more about that next step of it because we, we've kind of played with it here. Like, man, you are right into this, like, area of being like, how can we use some of these tools to become better at what we do, both on the media side of things and then... Well, actually, one of the speakers talked about AI and digital video editing and they used the exact tool that we use to edit this podcast. Yeah, okay. So it was kind of cool that we... Because, you know, you've been playing in the space and I've been playing in the space that we're other people are using similar tools to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, for people that don't know, Aaron's filming today. What are we? Th- two cameras or We're three? We're two today, but normally, normally there's three, three or four. Yep. Um, and we currently use an AI program to edit the, the It's show. amazing. It's such a time saver for something that would have taken me, you know, three or four hours in the past to kind of go through everything, line it up, synchronise, make sure everything plays in. Even before I was using the, the Stream Deck and kind of not concentrating on what we're talking about and editing on the fly, now it's literally cutting it up in front of me, this autopod is amazing. Yeah. And then now they've just added another feature where it'll be cutting out short clips that are recognising, oh, this is a really good feature. Um, yeah, you should use this for your social media. So they keep adding on to their product yeah. the same way that... Um, now, I guess my first question is, does that scare you that you're going to lose your job? You know, look, in- <laughs> interestingly, a bunch of the stuff as it comes through, you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose my job. And we could even talk about, remember when um, I was taking the photos, coming back, editing all the photos by myself, I was so hesitant to hand that, hand that over because I was like, I'll lose my job. I won't have anything to do. They'll just get some random bloke off the street to come and take photos with their iPhone and I'll be out on my ass. But no. No, pivoted to, oh, well, now we're going to kind of do advance this, do that, this, do that and, and take it to the next level. I reckon that's what people probably need to understand the most about AI is not to see it as a threat but see it as an enhancement to allow you to do other things. We're all busy in life every single day. And, and we getting all want busier to be, and busier. Yeah, and we all want to do more things. Um, a couple of people described AI as like digital assistance just to help yep. you out. Like um, They all said that AI can't replace the human factor, like – it's amazing at what it can do. It's amazing at how it'll help you be more efficient, but it yep. can't replace you as the expert. Yeah, yeah. It can help you become an expert faster. So another interesting thing they talked about, for anyone that's been thinking about getting into real estate, um, with how much technology there is online and how much data there is online, um, what once would take you know five to six years, maybe 10 years to become an expert in real estate, potentially you could upskill to that sort of level in you know six to 12 months now with the way that AI works. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess any prop tech really can kind of, yeah, take you from being like that boots on the ground or letterbox dropping and being like, oh, no, let's like build my community based around my – like Aaron Murray is a really good example in our – Isn't um, he ever? In our offices as being someone who's like, look, I'm willing to put myself out there and expose myself to – I was literally at a golf day – on the weekend and three people said to me, that that guy in your office, like, he's he's pretty wild, isn't he? I'm like, yeah, look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Used to think he was a real douchebag. Now I'm on I'm on team Azza. I'm, I'm, watch him. He's going to be a high flyer. Yeah, and look, 
he is a great example of going from nothing to really strong social proof in his backyard. Yeah. Like we've been, what's he been working two years in real estate? Yeah. And he's now, you know, selling flat out. He's got so much social proof, so much credibility in the marketplace. Um, work's coming to him now. He's not having to search for it as hard as what he once was. But that's a great example. He went out and he leveraged technology. He yeah. leveraged the understanding of databases and how you can use automation to be able to make your job more efficient. And and then, as you say, this um, artificial intelligence stuff's coming in and he's able to analyse the data a lot quicker than something mm. like he could do if he was, like, working through the numbers by himself yeah. to then free up his time to be like, all right, how do I leverage this into more sales? Well, it was amazing the other day. Everyone's heard of ChatGPT. We've been playing around. We connected ChatGPT to the internet. So what we It sounds like that, we're lighting yeah. up Skynet. Yeah. Okay. For people that don't understand how it works, most people probably don't understand, but ChatGPT is just a database of knowledge that's yep. closed off from the internet. So I think September 2021 was the yeah. last time it, it got closed. any new information. So every time you ask it to write something for you, it can reference its own database, but it can't go out and find new information. No. So we recently plugged ours into the internet by installing a plugin. It sounds so dangerous every time you say it. I know, but it panics me. <laughs> Imagine if it comes back to the day that the internet was broke was these yeah. two idiots <laughs> connected but, it to the internet. But it's amazing. Like, So I just connected mine to read PDFs. Did yep. you know you could do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so nice. I've had mine reading a PDF that came out last night from um, CoreLogic RP Data, which is our largest data company. Yep. And I said, you need to summarise this for me so that I don't have to read the 25-page report. I basically told it, go find the information that is relevant to the Tasmanian marketplace yeah, and yeah. summarise it for me. And which is really interesting. Like if you're not selling in Melbourne or Sydney, you might want to know some of the facts about kind of mm. the median there. And you can put in like, hit me with the median on, yeah. on these areas. But you want to know what's happening in your backyard. You want people who are asking you, what's happening in the Hobart marketplace? I've got that easy. Oh, did you read the 25 pages? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have time for that. Yeah. So I'm not sitting here saying that as agents we're becoming lazy. I'm just saying we're getting creative on how we are absorbing the knowledge that we need to know exactly. to better serve our community. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's been – it was really – yeah, the AI chats were really interesting around um, around that. And another big key takeaway that Iman really pushed hard on is what they call long-format marketing, which is what we're doing today, this yep. podcast. Um, and really – Basically, as people have more access to the internet and people have their own ability to research the marketplace, like once upon a time, you know, agents were the, we described it as the gatekeepers of sale prices. Like if you wanted to know what a house sold, you had to ask me. Yep. Now you can go do all that research yourself. Um, we've said it on this podcast before that um, buyers that we're working with become almost like little mini experts on that little backyard that they're looking to buy in, almost better than what we are. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're trying to... Um, you know, know every block of land through to million-dollar houses through to every suburb where some of the buyers we work with are just looking at Glenorchy only, three-bedroom, one-bathroom. Yeah, and they'll yeah. they'll be able to tell you, oh, well, one three-streets oversold for this much yeah. the other day. And so, you're like, ah, oh, that one slipped through my net because yeah. my net's so much bigger. So a lot of the conference spoke about, you know, where does your value as an agent become? And it started talking about long-format marketing and just giving information and providing people with that knowledge so that when they are researching – that's that you become the credible source and then they come to talk to you. Yep. Uh, so we've been doing it for a while now, but it was nice to know that um, that's becoming where we should be. So Yeah, well, like, well we've been on the right track. At least yeah. it's nice to reiterate that kind of even the start of this podcast was let's like, yeah, unshackle the gates and mm. say we're happy to 
give you the info. I really liked it. I asked ChatGPT when I connected it to the internet uh, to reference, to um, write me a market report on Glenorchy. Yep. And it went out and it searched the internet and actually pulled back a blog from our website. I know. This was so exciting. And pulled data out of our website and it basically read something along the lines of um, such and such at 414 Property Co. believes blah, 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 blah. It didn't know that I worked at 414. It didn't know that that was my website. So I could have been any real estate agent in Hobart asking it to to do this script. Yeah. And it went and sourced our site as a, a reference point. When you called me to tell me, you would sound like a giddy little oh, school dude, kid. I was you really excited. Like, oh, my God, dude, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I was, like, pretty impressed that it decided that our information was credible enough for it to include in the yeah. report that it was putting together. So um, it's a really interesting approach now to how you market yourself in real estate and how – you be, hopefully become valuable to the consumers that are listening to us yeah. is more that we need to be providing important information to people so they can make better understanding and better decisions. Um, it's not so much about selling the houses as it once was. Like every agent can market a home. Every agent has access to the same marketing materials. Yeah. I think a lot of where we become valuable now is that lead up in the journey to that point in time when you sell. Like giving you that that information, that inside knowledge, that better understanding so you can make the right decisions when your time comes to selling that. Yeah, 100%. And I think one of the things that 414 always done has been that kind of leader and looking forward or, or tackling that. Like you've won the Innovation Award here a few times and have you? Yeah. <laughs> you had this look on your face like, I've never won it. <laughs> I was I like, a lot. I couldn't count how many. That's why. It's like, oh, don't ask me how many, please. Well, no, there, there you go. <laughs> That's a good example of you've always been open to innovation and looking forward and not being stuck in using outdated um, or you've never been scared to, to push forward and, and try something new. So rather than um, being like, oh, this is the way it's always worked, this is the way we're going to continue to do it, it's this new thing's coming, mm-hmm. let's jump on the train while we can. And yep. like like you say, like we're long form marketing now. We've been using the same program that they're pumping up in these conferences. We've been looking at them early and kind of trying to engage in them. So that's one strength of kind of why you would choose four one four over another agency if you're looking to be relevant in the yeah, local market. That's it. And look, I've got. I'm sure more will come out on our podcast over the coming weeks and months from what Iman has taught us and what knowledge is that I've sort of brought away from it. Yeah. But I've got pages and pages of notes of things to go through. Yeah, I, <laughs> I looked in on that um, other room before and you had kind of the whiteboard starting to get marked up and it looked like one of those things where, you know, you, you connect all the red bits of string <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to solve a mystery. Like how does this bit connect to that bit? It's going to get there and we always kind of have these marked up walls where we're, we're planning. Yeah, I, I do love our boards. Um, anyone that comes to visit our office will see whiteboards around the place and it is, it's like that spider graph. You've got yes. that central box and then there's all these little arms coming off it everywhere. And, yep. um, it's not unusual for us to have multiples of these happening at any one time with different projects we're working on. And uh, it's to me, that's what excites me about it is how can we think of the next thing to help our clients and have a better experience in the industry. Oh, like 100%. Like, And the, the other reason to go to a conference like that on the other side of the world is like I've been to something like or you've been to something like this before. You know you get a lot out of it. You're like, yeah, I'm halfway there if I'm in Sydney, mate. Like, I'm, I'm so close. But other people might say, oh, no, I'm too scared to take that risk. And well, I've had multiple people say, what can you learn from an American real estate yeah. conference since I've been back? Yeah. And I'm like – 
why is it any different to an Australian real estate conference? Oh, well, they do things differently. I'm like, but do they? Yeah. Like we're all marketing ourselves as agents. We're all doing effectively the same thing. Yes, their terminology is different and the way that they interact with their clients might be different, but but if you can, are all the same. If you can break down that core stuff and bring it back into your market and be like, I understand my market, I can take these things from the other place and yeah. try and maximise what I can do in my space. Yeah, no. You're killing it. And that's it. That's what I really enjoy out of Iman is just trying to come away with those small nuggets that are a little bit different and outside the square so we can bring them back here and, and hopefully give that extra 5%. 100%. Awesome. I think it's bang on. Well, that was awesome. Um, hopefully we will have J-Mac back next week. If not, I'm going to be away. I'm just going to keep the rotating desk. <laughs> and kudos to you guys while I was away. You had some cracker episodes while I was gone. Yeah, the one with um, with Ray from Don't Finance. Really, really, really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, that was awesome to see that you can fill the spot with a guest host when I'm gone. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was just like, man, I'm dying to pod. And we connected over TikTok, which was crazy. And, and yeah, and then I've listened to her pod. I mentioned her podcast on the show while she was here. So Rhiannon from Don't Finance. It's called This Busy Life and I found it on Spotify. Uh, she was surprised it was still up. She said, oh, I didn't realise it was still out there. <laughs> it is still out there. And if you're interested in um, hardworking people, yeah, jump on there. There's some really cool guests on yeah. that. So shout out to uh, awesome. those people. It's good to be back. We'll be back next week with even more podcast. Sounds good. See you then, guys. See you. Bye. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.